Amen. Prayer is not titled a ceremony to celebration of marriage. 
of matrimony. Matrimony is a state of being uh, that is created by the act of God in the ceremony itself. It is a sacramental state of being. It is a holy state of being that includes both a man and a woman to the exclusion of all other men and women. Both may enjoy the benefits of other people, men and women, uh, in other chaste states of being within the church, at work, within your family, but within the marriage, uh, within matrimony itself, everyone else is excluded. So far, so good. But what does the word matrimony mean? Uh, it means a state of being in which a man and a woman are made one. A, a man and a woman made a union. Yes, a union. A man and a woman. But what does the word matrimony mean? The word matrimony uh, comes from the Latin of matrimonium, which is derived from uh, the word for material or substance. Substance uh, is simply uh, that from which all things are made. Material, matter, is what material things in creation are made of. The Latin matter, mater. Sure, sure. It's close enough. <laughs> Just go for it. The Latin, which is translated, uh, it's mother, but we translate it as mother. Indicates the very same thing. The mother is the source of the matter for which human beings are made. It's just that simple. Uh, the original matter uh, from which I was born was from Margaret Spencer down in North Carolina. Uh, and all of us were made from our mothers. Nineteen Creed, uh, in the Nineteen Creed, when we profess that Jesus Christ, quote, was incarnate of the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, we are professing that with that of the Virgin Mary, our belief that the very material or substance of our Lord's humanity came from his mother, Mary. It certainly did. Jesus' humanity was not created out of us. It came from his mother. Uh, matrimony means motherhood. The office of motherhood. The realm of the mother. It is thus a state of being instituted of God, man and woman formed by being joined together. But what does that mean? What does it mean to be joined? In the context of, of matrimony, uh, Christian matrimony, it means that the man and the woman become one flesh. And when they are made one flesh, they enter into this state of being that we're talking about. Uh, the one flesh, the state of being, holy matrimony. But note this, note that the state of being is one flesh and not one person. Uh, the two do not become two persons. They become one flesh. One flesh, two persons. Now that ought to have a familiar ring to it. After a while, what? Uh, now it's beginning to sound Christian, uh, Christological. 
and he will say, with this ring I be wed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, and it's done. You're married with that because that declaration, with this ring I be wed, and then the invocation is left to turn to upon it if he has the pleasing of marriage, ending your marriage. I like the older version. The older version, 1928. I don't know why they changed it. This is the old one. With these, this ring I be wed. With my body I be worshipped. That's when the grandparents pass out. <laughs> <laughs> With my body I be worshipped. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely Christian. With my body I be worshipped. And with all my worldly goods, I be endowed in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. At that moment, the priest may brought death. It doesn't matter. This man and this one are made one flesh right then and there. Whether she speaks another word doesn't matter. They are husband and wife. They're one flesh. A new matrimony has miraculously come into existence right before the eyes of the witnesses. It's important to note that the man and the woman enter a state of matrimony, not patrimony. According to the logic of the Book of Common Prayer, the woman enters a state of motherhood when she and her man are united in holy matrimony. Not when and if she actually biologically conceives and bears children. When she receives the ring from her man and he pronounces the Trinitarian benediction, she receives all the grace of motherhood then. The form of solemnization of matrimony bestows grace, the grace of motherhood, so that she may walk, walk faithfully in that purgation. The children do not make a mother. God makes the mother so that the children can have a mother tongue to One last thing. In our age, ours is a crude age. And every, it draws crude lines of authority. There are people that think that the husband is a dictator in the family, and his will is law. And yet the scriptures, the scriptures do declare that But it's hard to see how a man can be head of a matrimony, isn't it? The man is the husband. Uh, the woman is the queen of this matrimony. And the man is the husband. And you know what that means? That means that he's the queen's gardener. I'm serious about it. Read the Bible. Look at the look at Genesis. Being married to the queen doesn't make you the king. Ask Queen Elizabeth's last cousin. <laughs> She's the queen of the household. She's the queen of this domain. And he's the gardener. And he 
sees that race of husbandry in this white of holy mountain. We have the queen and we have the gardener. Uh, to husband his family, he must love his family. He must be attentive and intelligent, reasonable, and responsible to his family. And I've never heard a family that said, my husband is too attentive to me. <laughs> I've never heard children say that, and never heard a woman say that. He has to, he has to tend his little pack of creation. He has to feed, love, honor, cherish. He has to know his wife. He has to know if, when, and what to prune, to water. Like a plant, you sometimes have to take it up and hold it up. That requires confidence and trust between the queen and the garden. And whatever differences may arise between the two persons of this one flesh, of this matrimony, those differences will be worked out for the sake of the one flesh in different ways. It's not one size fits all. I've done a lot of marriage counseling. Believe you me, over the last 35 years, 40 years in ministry, and I can tell you one size does not fit all. Families and people that make other families are different, and they work their problems out. Give them time and give them the support that they need in the encouragement. It always requires uh, loving and cherishing. It requires grace and finesse to live together.